Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Um, 
Yeah, since I was in San Diego this past weekend, I, I really wanted to go down to Tijuana. Um, but, uh, you know, I had the family and stuff. But in the main event down there Friday night from Tijuana, uh, Dr. Wagner Jr. teamed with Ultimo Guerrero, and they defeated Tarzan Boy and my personal favorite, Luchador, L.A. Park. I'm pretty sure that they tore it down um, in that match. Um, oh, also, uh, I do want to throw some props out to uh, SoCal Crazy. Um, SoCal, you went, you know, a good 30 minutes on, on Saturday night. And sure, it was a battle royal, but uh, you were you were moving and working in there, brother. And I commend you as well. Um, actually, you know what, the whole New Wave roster, um, the guys that came down from L.A., uh, everybody, um, from the ticket person to the ring announcer, uh, Ben, you did a good job. Everybody did a good job. Uh, Jeff with the ring, geez, everybody did such a good job, and, and it made me feel at home and welcome. And I appreciate it, and I will definitely be down there again for another show. But uh, let's go through the news here. It uh, doesn't look like there's much. Jeez, not much news. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> well, let's see. Wow, here you go. On uh, <laughs> on March 23rd through March 30th on HBO2, HBO Comedy, and HBO Family, they will be airing The Princess Bride with Andre the Giant. Now, that's news. Thank you, Mr. Meltzer, for that little piece of news. You've made my day. Wow. Not much really going on here. Um, I haven't heard much of uh, Shin Gun Carl Anderson's tour in New Japan. Um, I haven't seen any of the footage yet, but um, there are a bunch of us that are following uh, uh, Carl's ex exploits out there, and you know, hopefully we can... Um, we can get some footage of that stuff very, very soon. Um, I'd also like to chime in. Um, I'd like to send condolences and well wishes to uh, the family of Gary Hart. Um, Gary passed away at the age of 66. Um, Gary is, I would say, in the top five all-time pro wrestling managers. And, and unlike other managers, he was actually a shoot manager where he would you know, arrange for travel and, and actually sometimes pay for some of his guys. And if, if you haven't seen the Heroes of World Class DVD set by Big Vision Entertainment, I suggest you check that out and also the uh, Rise and Fall or whatever the hell it is, the WWE version. Um, Gary Hart's all over the WWE version, He's, and he just steals that show. Also, our video put out a pretty good uh, Gary Hart shoot interview as well. Um, you may want to check that out. Um, Gary has always just been a hell of a storyteller. Um, he was responsible for booking that steel cage match and the BYU title match with uh, Ric Flair and uh, Kerry Von Erich on Christmas night, 1982. The um, the angle that you know uh, jump started the world class territory and, and lit it on fire. Um, yeah, so you know Gary was a hell of a booking mind, and he was a, you know a great worker, a great talker. Um, you know, I, I've rarely heard a bad thing about Gary Hart or anybody say a bad thing about Gary Hart. Um, for those of you that follow uh, Japanese pro wrestling, um, All Japan just announced uh, the breakdown for the Champions Carnival 2008, and credit for this goes to Zach Arnold at PureSoPower.com. Um, block A, which looks like it's an amazing block. We have Kijimuto, Taiokea. Satoshi Kojima, Toshiaka Kawada, 
and Hiroshi Tana, Tanahashi. Now that's just the A block. This is no joke. That is just the A block. And the B block is Kensuke Sasaki, <coughs> excuse me, Kohai Suwama, Asamu Nishimura, Joe Doring, and Minoru Suzuki. Well, the finals I I see would probably be Tanahashi and Block A. Um, it wouldn't hurt, you know, for him to go into the finals and and maybe put over uh, Suwama in the you know in the finals to solidify Suwama as a player. Or you never know, Muda Muto is in love with this Joe Doring guy, so you never know. He may make it to the finals. Or uh, wouldn't even surprise me if Minori, Minoru Suzuki, you know, one of my personal favorites, would make it to the final. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me either. And, uh, excuse me, we are waiting for Alex to call in. But we do have uh, 0-1 max lineups for April 6th at the GCB Hall in uh, Tokyo Dome City. The opener, or well, I don't know what the order is, but we have Masato Tanaka against Manabu Nakanishi. I hope Tanaka kills him. I cannot stand Nakanishi. We have Kohei Sato against Rusuki Taguchi. It should be a pretty solid match. And then you have um, the garbage match, which would be Yoshihiro Sasaki and Daisuke Sakamoto against uh, Togi Makabe and Toro Yano. Um, this one looks a little interesting. Uh, <clears throat> Ryoji Sai, Asuma Namaguchi and Lingerie Mudo against Yujiro, Naito, and Hirasawa. Um, and then the next two matches are personal cream fests for me for the Intercontinental, NWA Intercontinental Tag and International Lightweight Tag Titles, Minoru Fujita and Sugawara against the Motor City Machine Guns, Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin. That's going to be a killer match. And the main event, which makes me very, very happy. Hopefully this is the main event, but... Akuta Hadaka against Koji Kanemoto, which would it's just going to blow the roof off that building. And, uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to see this this show. And I'm pretty sure over at Figure Four, um, Adam and Mike on the Big Audio Nightmare will uh, are clamoring to see that as well. Um, let's check out some other news here. Let's see what, what's going on at Figure Four Weekly. Figure4Online.com, Brian Alvarez, the big man. They have a free Brian and Vinny show up right now, um, which is pretty wacky. Um, good stuff today from Brian and Vinny. Um, Brian has written a column about Jeff Hardy and all his, his issues this last week. It's on FightNetwork.com. Um, you can get a link on that from the front page. Also, Lance Storm does uh, columns for that site as well. Or you can catch uh, Storm's blogs on uh, stormwrestling.com, which is, uh, wow. You want to talk opinions, he's got opinions. And then some. You think that we're opinionated here, Rubberguard? Oh, and boy, we don't hold a candle to what uh, Mr. Storm says. Okay, let's see. I am out of news. I'm waiting for Alex to call in, as well as Mr. Loco. Um... Well, I guess we can we can run down the uh, the show from this past uh, this past Saturday night. I was in attendance for um, it was in uh, downtown San Diego. It was New Wave Pro Wrestling, oh, which are friends of the show, and it was uh, just one hell of a one hell of a show. Um, 
I didn't take notes. I mean, I was there. I was filming a little bit, and I was just, uh, you know, acting like a mark pretty much. But uh, let's see. We have results here that were posted by the ring announcer, Benjamin Thomas. So, Ben, I'm just going to read your notes. Um, let's see. We have... You know, looks like about... Uh, tenants was about 250, standing room only. And I have to agree. Um, I was standing pretty much the whole night. Um, my co-host, Alex Saint, was supposed to wrestle LeCur in a rematch from the last show, but Saint refused to wrestle a guy he's already beaten. So um, K-Dub from uh, Alex Saint's posse wrestled. Um, K-Dub was trained by Rick Drayson, and this was his debut match, and, and he worked a pretty damn good match with uh, with uh, LaCura. Um, uh, let me see. K-Dub would be more like a, a power type of uh, in-ring worker. Um, pretty hard-hitting. Good look. Um, yeah, he defeated LaCura. And... Um, you know, Alex Saint, of course, was Alex Saint, and they cheated. And um, there was a post-match angle, which was pretty hot. Um, Nurse Nancy, the uh, valet for LaCour, tried to get involved. And uh, Alex Saint uh, decided to put her in her place with a couple well-placed slaps, and it was pretty good. Uh, really hot, hot angle. Um, I liked it, and it, it really got Alex over as an ass as an asshole heel, and, you know, I'll tell you, I haven't seen a heel like that with that kind of heat for a couple of years, and I'm not going to compare him, but, Alex, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not even going to mention the DeMarco-Ronnie Thrash match, other than Rotten Ronnie Thrash is way the fuck over. That guy is over with what he does. Um, and the commissioner of New Wave, Impact Adam Ginsberg, um, stripped uh, Chaos of the title, and basically they decided that the winner of the Royal Rumble would get the get the title. But then, in the next match was the, the match of the night. Um, Scott lost, defeated Ariel Starr in a very good match. This was really good. Um, like I said earlier in the show, uh, Ariel Starr was just he kept up with Scott lost. He showed that he belonged in the ring with him, with with the caliber of a worker like Scott Lost. Um, it was a solid match. Um, Starr nailed a thick, no-hand, <coughs> somersault plancha-type thing over the ropes and just killed Scott and wiped out like three rows of chairs. And I had a beautiful shot of that with my camera, so that's going to be fun. Um, look for it on YouTube soon. Um, yeah, like I said, this match stole the show. Um, and what what I thought was going to steal the show, uh, LTP defeated my boy Chimera and TJ Perkins in a triple threat match. I thought that that this was going to be, you know, the match of the night, but uh, it was really good for for what lasted, and it, it should have went longer. That that's pretty much all I'm going to say. Um, and the next match was uh, the New Wave Pro Tag Team Champions. Precious Rick Ellis and Ariel Starr pulling double duty, defending their tag titles against Anchors Away. Now, this match was awesome. Okay? You guys need to... When this gets put on YouTube, you need you need to watch this match. Um, I have never seen two men, Anchors Away, do nothing 
absolutely nothing physical in the ring and get as much heat and as over as they did. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil uh the the little interaction they had before the match. You're gonna have to wait for the YouTube upload for that one. But it was truly amazing. And um Precious Rick Ellis and Ariel Starr, they're doing the, the two guys, two partners who can't get along and they're you know, they're stuck being a champs type gimmick and, and it's working really well. Um Rick is a very talented kid. He uh, he he nailed a diving Benoit style headbutt from one corner to the other corner, and he just he just stuffed the move. And I was I was like, okay, dude, now this kid's got talent. And the thing is, he's like maybe five 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 six, if that. But he managed to dive from one corner to the other and nail a diving headbutt. Um, now, as far as Acres Away, uh, you need to see these guys live. They um, they just uh, they're they're in the Navy type gimmick is just I, I can't explain it. You just have to see it. Um, Ariel Star, of course, you know pulling double duty. He worked rather well um, for what he for what it was. He took the heat and you know it made sense. Uh, the psychology of the match was perfect. Um, and the finish came with Precious Rick Ellis nailing, uh, I think it was Ryan Stone. Yeah, nailing Ryan Stone with, uh, with a sick, clean-looking 450 splash. It was just beautiful. And he, he nailed it for the win. It was just good stuff. Um, then they had a Royal Rumble. Uh, they had all kinds of people in this thing. Um, it was just nuts. Uh, part of the the earlier stipulation was SoCal Crazy had to start at number one, make his way all the way through. Um, I don't know the the order of elimination, but I'll run down the workers in the match. SoCal Crazy, Johnny Mahalo, Devin Sparks, Robert Hall, Jameson Stafford, Big Nasty Eric Watts, Johnny Lowe, Jesse Flores, Ricky Mandel, Alex Saint. Hot Carlos Escobar, Kona Chris, Coach Chris of Team Saint, Matt Twisted, Elliot M. Olson, Karma, Blue Diamond, Masked Joe Bear, <laughs> Baby Slim, Eric De La Paz, a big props to you there, Evil Paz from the Figure Four board. That was you, brother. You looked pretty good for the few minutes you were in there. And the final entrant was S.D. Sanchez. And S.D. Sanchez is monster. And, uh, he he actually choke slammed Slim towards the end. It was just insane. Slim took a sick, sick choke slam, and the end came down to five guys: Kona Chris, Johnny Mahalo, Baby Slim, SoCal Crazy, and Matt Twisted. Mahalo turned on his surf's up partner Kona, and threw him out. Actually, before before Johnny Mahalo threw him out, Johnny gave uh, Kona Chris a massive Massive beatdown. I mean, beat the fuck down. I was cringing when I saw it. But, yeah, he threw him out, and then uh, Slim eliminated uh, Johnny Mahalo right after. Um, And there were three, and then Chaos interfered and beat the hell out of SoCal Crazy. Then Crazy ran to the back after Chaos. Um, Slim and Twisted both went over the top rope at the same time, a la Bret Hart and uh, Luger and Rumble 94. Um... So they both hit the 
hit the floor at the same time. So they announced, uh, oh, the crowd wanted a, wanted a three-way right there. SoCal Crazy, Slim, and Twister for the title right there. They were all screaming, and uh, they decided to push it to the next show, which is aptly called Three's Company. And uh, the main event for that show will be SoCal Crazy against Baby Slim against Matt Twisted for the vacant New Wave Pro Wrestling tag team, or New Wave Pro Wrestling title. And that will be it on May 3rd at the uh, downtown San Diego YMCA. Bell time is 8 p.m. Tickets are five dollars for or $10 for adults, $5 for kids. For more details, newwaveprowrestling.com. Um, I can't put these guys over enough. Um, this is what we have so far for the May 3rd show. We have uh, for the New Wave title, Slim, Crazy, and Twisted. And for the tag titles, Robert Hall and K-Dub representing Team Saint against Ariel Starr and Rick Ellis. Should be interesting. Um, King of Strings, Jesse Flores against Jameson Stafford. Plus, a public apology from Johnny Mahalo. There's a Lucha match and the return of the Border Brothers show. Yeah, so you uh, keep your eyes out. Keep your eyes peeled for that stuff. Um, I must say that the New Wave sure puts on, you know, a very professional show. Um, good stuff, top from bottom. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, well, now we're since we're in the plugging of upcoming shows, we have on March 22nd SoCal Pro Wrestling. The main event, Falls Count Anywhere, Jason Redondo against SoCal Crazy, which should. Uh, it should be pretty cool. Uh, it should be a really good match. Um, they're both really good, really talented guys. We have a, a special uh, Lucha Tag Team encounter uh, with Chimera and Conde Jr. against Hurricane Negro and Lacura. It should be good. Um, we have Ricky Mandel, the Owen 10, Owen 10 guy, all the talent in the world, but just could not, cannot get a victory in SoCal Pro Wrestling. He's going to take on Scott Lost, and uh, which should be a pretty fun match. Um, then we also have uh, a special tag team match: the Ballard Brothers taking on Matt Twisted and El Bandito, which should be good. Twisted is Twisted is really good. I don't know much about Bandito, but uh, and we have Johnny Goodtime against one half of the Cutler Brothers, Brandon Cutler, and also just announced we have a lucha match with Pandolero against Mr. Tempest. Now, this is just a warm-up. You know, they are not strangers to each other. They're going to get it on this Saturday, and then they're also going to get it on the day after at the Lucha Libre or LLII show in Oceanside. Um, that main event for that show is Pandolero against Mr. Tempest, hair versus mask. So, uh, yeah, this match on Saturday should build, you know, help build up that, that Lucha show on, on uh, Sunday. And just added, the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Adam Pierce, will be in attendance. So it looks like uh, Jeff from SoCal Pro has stacked another show. Um, unbelievable. It's a shame that I'm going to have to miss that one. But, you know, I can't, can't win them all. <clears throat> Jeff, I'm sorry, I will catch a new wave show or a... SoCal Pro Show in the very near future. Um, let's see. We have some news in from Fog City. 
we have scheduled to appear at the April 12th show at Cell Space in San Francisco. Scheduled so far, we have Black Pearl, Baby Slim, The Reno Scum, Wild Storm, Brandon Bonham, Dylan Drake, Tony Jones, Brian Cage, Olaf of the Samoan Tank, MPT, Mr. Primetime, and Rick Luxury. And there'll be a ladies' match, and there will also be a lucha match, which hopefully will involve uh, Ulysses. Ulysses is just a hell of a performer. Um, I, I can't say enough about Ulysses. Uh, he is so fun. He had a match with uh, with Chupi, El Chupacabra, at the last Fog City show. It was a uh, no holds barred Mexican death match type thing, and and it was really fun. Um, yeah, it was a it was a blast. Oh, well, let's see. We have the West Coast Wrestling Alliance on March 22nd, this Saturday in Concord. California, the New Hope Church, 2120 Olivera Road, one block from Route 242 Olivera Exit, featuring a three-way for the West Coast Heavyweight title. Well, this should be fun. Lester the Legend, the champion, defending against Gangsta, Mustafa Saeed, and against Shane Dynasty. It's going to be kind of interesting. Uh, we also have on the schedule for that show, Adam Thornstow, Virgil Flynn, who's a hell of a high flyer from the Sacramento area. Uh, Malachi, I don't, I can never spell, uh, pronounce that guy's name right. Bulldog Brian Raymond, Hard Corey Dayton, Tim Anderson, Jason Vega, Mike Rain, and many others. And also, a personal favorite of mine, I, the first time I've seen him was at the big time wrestling show a few weeks ago. Um, Mother Truck and Otis, big props to you, Otis. I know you're listening. So, um, yeah, big props. Hopefully you guys uh, draw pretty well uh, this Saturday. Um, I would make it, but I have plans on for uh, the 22nd. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, let's see. I'm a little long-winded. I'm waiting for my tag team partner to call in here. Also, uh, Flaco Loco should be calling anytime soon as well. So let's see. Okay. Um, waiting for Alex to call in. Waiting for my guest to call in. Uh, okay. I'm not quite sure what's going on here. But uh, let me see. Well, all right. Well, I'll go back to kissing some New Wave Pro ass. Um, a message to the entire New Wave Pro locker room. It was my pleasure to meet you guys this weekend. Um, it was definitely fun um we'll have to definitely do it again and uh let's see nothing but fun stuff man i mean top to bottom you guys put on a really good show and um i don't know what else to uh to tell you on that front um okay you know what let's call alex saint right here on the on the uh air Let's see what he says.
It's ringing. Still ringing. Uh, I guess he may still be working, or he might even be ignoring us. Well, we've got 28 minutes in, and I've survived without Alex Saint. Go finger. All right, let's... Uh, Tired here. <clears throat> I'm not used to doing all the talking. It's it's usually the Alex Saint show, which is uh, you know kind of funny since uh, this is my baby. But when Alex is on the air, he does tend to take over. Um, those of you that um, might be new listeners, um, I would like to welcome you to Rubber Guard Radio. Uh, we do this twice a week. Um, on a rare occasion, we may do. You know, something, uh, you know, a, a bonus show or whatnot that would only be posted on our website, um, which is rubberguardradio.com. Um, hear that, Jeff? Update. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we uh, we have our show archives posted there and everything, and um, you can get information on our show there, or you can hit me on MySpace, um, myspace.com backslash rubberguardradio. Uh I don't discriminate. I will be your friend. So, uh, yeah, hit me up. Uh, okay, let's see. Okay, Alex is in a meeting, so I am alone. None of my backups are online, so... Uh, okay, well, what we're going to do is I'm going to play a quick little song while we are waiting. And let's see what I can do here. Are you looking for hard-hitting, high-flying, independent pro wrestling action? If so, your search is over. The superstars of Elite Pro Wrestling will give you just that. Elite Pro is proud to present Elite TV, which airs at 10 p.m. Central Time, Friday nights, 30 minutes, on Comcast Cable Channel 19 in the Chicagoland area. Elite TV also streams live on their website, www.eliteprowrestling.com, at 10 p.m. Central Time on Fridays. This show gets the stamp of approval from the Rubber Guard Radio crew, and I strongly suggest you go out and support superstars of Elite Pro Wrestling.
promotion just for you. It's called Fog City Wrestling. Fog City had their debut show to a sold-out house in January, and it was one hell of a show. And we give the Rubber Guard Radio seal of approval for that show. Fog City's next show will be on March 8th in San Francisco. Make your plans now. Visit their website, www.fogcitywrestling.com. And when you're there, say hi to KZ. It's now a word from our sponsor. Are you looking for action figures, pro wrestling books, pro wrestling gear, title belts, music CDs, t-shirts, replica belts, wrestling DVDs, wrestling masks, wrestling rings? If so, please visit WrestleWarehouse.com. WrestleWarehouse will be able to help you with all of your pro wrestling needs and make sure that you tell them that KZ from Rubber Guard Radio sent you. Caller from the 408. Who am I speaking with? Yep, I guess not. <laughs> okay, let's try that again. That was kind of weird. Uh, was strange. Okay, let me double check my notes here, see who that was. Oh, I know who that was. Okay, if you're listening, Gabe, call back in. <laughs> call back in. Flaco Loco is a no-show. I guess uh, our communication got mixed up. So, uh, uh, okay, let's see what we can do here. All right, what the hell? I'll open the phone lines. i got about 26 minutes remaining. Uh, area code 347-215-7946 if you want to talk about anything, anything at all, MMA, pro wrestling, anything, uh, give me a call. Uh, this past weekend in Hawaii, Phil Baroni got knocked the fuck out. He got, you know, his license back, and they got knocked the hell out. It was a third round by uh, that hose guy or whatever. But, yeah, that was kind of a sad, sad card. It was 11 matches. It was bad. But, you know, you can't win them all. But let's see. Oh, I am out of news. I'm running out of sponsorship songs to play. Okay. Yep, like I said, we'll open the phone lines. 347-215-7946. If you want to talk about anything, independent pro wrestling, WWE, TNA, ROH, Chikara, MMA, music, hell, I'll talk about anything. Um, I'm going to play a promo that my tag team partner cut in January. January 12th, New Wave Pro Wrestling comes back to the downtown YMCA. And your favorite superstar, Alex Saint, will also be on that show facing the one and only Locara. Locara, I understand you're a good athlete, but I don't know that much about you. But what I do know a lot about is the stinking homeless people. Let's face it, San Diego's riddled with homeless people. And as I walk down the street, they all want a piece of me. So you know what? January 12th, I will have my bodyguard. And on January 12th, Locara, you'll find out why I'm the master of the headlock. <laughs> Not bad. Not a bad promo. But uh, the, the promo he cut on this, this past Saturday was awesome. Um, I can't say enough good things. 
see, I just I keep rambling and rambling and rambling and rambling about, you know, new wave pro wrestling. Um, you know, before we get Gabe on, um, before we get Gabe Ramirez on, I would like to, uh, excuse me, run down the uh, upcoming card for uh, the LLII show uh, this Saturday, or excuse me, this Sunday in uh, um, Oceanside, California. If you're in the Southern California area, not just San Diego, but but the uh, the uh, San Diego area, not you know, come down, check this out, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. We have. Let's get to the card here. Jeez, Louise, come on, Oscar. <laughs> I'm gonna have to read it off the event poster. Okay, we have Katana Vera against Candice LeRae and a. Women's match, which should be pretty good. And this one, this women's match is going to be awesome. We have New York knockout Nikki against Lufisto, the hardcore, insane chick from Canada. Um, that should be fun stuff. Um, and we have uh, a Lucha mixed tag, Ecstasis and Metallica against Animaniac and Amazonia. I have, I don't know much about those guys, but and girls, but uh, the next uh, match, uh, Lucha Especial, which should be really, really good. Uh, SoCal Crazy and Zeus Jr. against Super Makina Jr. and Chimera. Um, that match is going to just steal the show. Um, you have the minis, of course, Octagoncito and Mini Tempest against Parada Morgan and <clears throat> Espontito. I am not good with Spanish. And in the main event, Mascara con ca Caballera, hair versus mask. We have Mr. Tempest against uh, SoCal favorite Pandolero 2. Uh, who's going to lose the mask or who's going to lose the hair? That's the question. Someone is going to lose something. I can guarantee you that. Uh, so, what else do we have? Also, if you're in the San Bernardino area... Actually, I take that back. In the Covina area, uh, Jesse Hernandez is uh, running a show with the Empire Wrestling Federation. Jeez, it's a busy weekend. That's insane. Um, you can get information on this show at EmpireWrestlingFederation.com. Um, they haven't listed any matches yet, but um, you can catch the usual EWF uh, suspects on that show. Um yeah, the usual suspects should be on that show. Uh, let's see what else we have. Oh, okay. All right. Well, hell, let's run down the AWS Alternative Wrestling Shop show for April, oh, excuse me, March 29th at 8:30. AWS NWA presents Under the Bright Lights, the AWS six-year anniversary event. This should be fun. Um, the main event for the AWS tag titles. Tables and Ladders, the Ballard Brothers, the Champs defending against the Cutler Brothers against the Young Bucks. Now, this should steal the show, or at least get really close. Um, then we have the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Adam Pierce defending against the AWS Champion, Not-So-Little Cholo. Uh, that should be good. should be solid. Um, the AWS Lightweight Champion, 
TJ Perkins will defend against Scott Lost. Also, we have Baby Slim against Chaos, which is kind of an interesting match. Um, and I'm not even going to mention the next match. Um, and then there's going to be a an eight-man tag. Also booked for the show, New York Knocked Out, Nikki and Aaron Aguilera. Um, adult tickets are $15. Children are $10 each. And you can get information at 909-595-1605 or their website, thealternativewrestlingshow.com. Um, looks like my tag team partner, Alex, is still in his meeting. Um, okay, let's see. Okay, I'm running out of material here. <laughs> okay, let's... Uh, you know what? I guess I could probably run down, uh, run down Gabe's uh, show. Um, let me look here. Uh, okay, we're gonna have to take a commercial break here. Well, not even. I'm just gonna play a song because I really want to hear a song. Medicine, medicine. <laughs> medicine. Fuck you, son of a bitch. You are fuck. You are punk, little gay. Okay. See, I don't. I don't have a card for the excuse me the March 22nd sorry I'm running out of running out of energy here usually I have Alex here to help me but the uh, March 22nd Pro Wrestling Revolution or NWA PWR show it in San Leandro California uh, this Saturday at the high school um, looks like they have Kino Peroff, who will be taking on Octagon Cito. The minis are always fun. Um, they also have El Eo de Rey Mysterio. Um, you need to go out of your way to see Mysterio. Um, this kid is really good. Um, he'll be signed as soon as Ray Jr. You know is is done. He'll be the next to uh, be signed to replace him. Uh, he's got that kind of talent. Um, we have Gladiator Azteca, Black Shark, Ray Tigre, Anarquia, Ma, my Spanish is bad, Kiyuma, I can't even go after that one, Stigma, um, there should also be some gringos on there on the undercard as well. Um, doors open at 4 p.m. and bell times at 5 p.m. Um, children, $12, adults, $20. Um, for information on this, you can go to www.prowrestling-dash 
Revolution.com. Uh, Gabe's got a pretty good site going on there. Um, he's got a bunch of shows coming up. He's got one in San Jose on May 17th, um, one in Santa Maria May on May 31st. But, uh, What's going on there? Uh, it looks to be a fun show this Saturday. Um, not quite sure if we're going to be able to make it. Uh, see what happens. Um, been really busy, so you know I, I had to take some time off to go down to San Diego. So I'm not quite sure what's going to be going on. So uh, wow. Okay, 45 minutes in. I am flying by myself. This show is sucking hardcore. My tag team partner is in a meeting. Um, my early guest, I guess we weren't on the same page or whatnot. I'm not going to call it a no-show, uh, but those that are listening that thought they'd listen to Flaco Loco, cool. Uh, we will get him rescheduled. I, I'm not quite sure what happened. Uh, let's see. What can we do here? Um... Okay, I'm going to play another commercial right now. And now, a word from our sponsor. Are you looking for action figures, pro wrestling books, pro wrestling gear, title belts, music CDs, t-shirts, replica belts, wrestling DVDs, wrestling masks, wrestling rings? If so, please visit WrestleWarehouse.com. Wrestle Warehouse will be able to help you with all of your pro wrestling needs. And make sure that you tell them that KZ from Rubberguard Radio sent you. Are you looking for hard-hitting, high-flying, independent pro wrestling action? If so, your search is over. The superstars of Elite Pro Wrestling will give you just that. Elite Pro is proud to present Elite TV, which airs at 10 p.m. Central Time, Friday nights, 30 minutes. Comcast Cable Channel 19 in the Chicagoland area. Elite TV also streams live on their website, www.eliteprowrestling.com, at 10 p.m. Central Time on Fridays. This show gets the stamp of approval from the Rubber Guard Radio crew, and I strongly suggest you go out and support superstars of Elite Pro Wrestling. Is it me? Or has the WWE not built this WrestleMania properly? Sure, they have that that Cena, Orton. Uh, oh, yeah, that Hunter guy in the main event, that three-way. <sighs> but the build for the Flair-Michaels Flair match has been okay. It's just the crap they pulled this past Friday on SmackDown was horrible. I mean, I'm really not looking forward to this. I'm, I'm not liking the, the Mayweather-Big Show bullshit. It's just, it's no fun, you know. They they haven't built it up the way that they did last year or years before. But I don't know. I, Brian Brian Alvarez seems to think they're going to do about 900, or uh, excuse me, Melter said about 900 900,000 buys, um, maybe if that. But uh, they're going to draw well in that stadium though. But in Florida. But yeah, if you're a wrestling fan, that weekend is insane. 
it's insane. You've got Frank Goodman's UXW. You have Ring of Honor. You have the WWE with WrestleMania and also the Hall of Fame. Um, there's indies popping up left and right, running shows. Um, there's all kinds of shit going on that weekend. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, if, if you can't find something to do on that weekend and you're there for WrestleMania, you'll be out of your fucking mind because there's going to be all kinds of shit going on there. Um, yeah, I was off the show uh, this past Thursday. I was on the road. But uh, this Jeff Hardy story is, you know, it's pretty fucked up. I mean, you know, he's gone for 60 days. Then his house burns down. His dog dies. What's left? <laughs> I mean, what what's left you could take from the guy? You know, I, I just wonder wonder what he was uh, what he was popped for violating the wellness. I don't think it was steroids. I think it was probably like coke or like gimmicks or something. But it, you know, it's a shame. You know, he he worked so hard, but then to come back, but he did blow it. So I I, I got a rip on him for that. Um, you know, <clears throat> gimmicks I could understand, but you know. Cocaine, there's no excuse. Uh, let's see, any other WWE news? Uh, last week, Chris Harris, formerly of TNA, he debuted at SmackDown tapings in a dark match, I think with Shelton Benjamin, if I remember right. But, yeah, he was said to have looked good. Um, I've always liked uh, Chris Harris as a worker, but as far as character... James Storm, uh, the other half of uh, America's Most Wanted, had the charisma and all that. But uh, Chris Harris, uh, he has zero charisma. They're going to have to put him with a manager um, because he just can't talk. He's And he's dull, boring, but he has a great talent. And he throws a pretty damn good left-hand punch. Okay. Let's see, what else can we talk about? Um... See, I don't watch TNA, so I can't really comment on that stuff. Uh, UFC Ultimate Fighter will be starting, I think, the 8th, April 12th? No, not the 12th. Uh, the 8th, I think? Yeah, April 8th. Yeah, and they're having a fight night as well with uh, Kenny Florian and Joe Lozong on top. That should be a pretty fun fight. Um, I'm looking forward to this uh, Ultimate Fighter season. Um, it's kind of interesting that they're starting... You know, with all those guys, and they're going to all fight in the first show um, and do eliminations that way. I'm sorry about the echo. I'm in my hallway, guys. <clears throat> but, yeah, um, it's pretty cool because I, I couldn't recognize any of the names on that show. Um, so, you know, it's a bunch of guys from nowhere that are getting shots, and, you know, that's what the show is for. Um, you know, I'm a little upset that past shows they put guys on there that had names already. Um, excuse me, <clears throat> because it is for up-and-coming fighters. But, uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Go over here and look here. <sighs> okay, let's, let's see. Oh, I just uh, let word go to my sponsor, Jeff Tino. He is... <laughs> He hit me on AIM. He's asking where my co-host is. So, uh, well, Jeff, call in, please. We've we've got an hour and eight minutes to go. Uh, Gabe will be calling in about eight minutes or so. So, 
<clears throat> Let's cut to a commercial. Uh, oh, no, let's go to Jeff Dino. What's up, man? Thank you for saving me. I've been drowning. <laughs> I can I can't carry the Alex Saint show by myself. Where's uh where's the uh the host of the show? He he has a meeting at work. Oh, okay. Gotta love the communication. Yes. Yes. Next time I see him I'm gonna stiff him. <laughs> so tell me. What did you think of the show Saturday? Oh, I thought it was a really fun show. I had a good time. Um, it was it was definitely a good show. The the entire crowd had an awesome time as well. Yes, we did. Well, you you were backstage. So, could you guys could you guys actually hear the crowd from back there? Uh, I really couldn't. It's uh mm-hmm. it was down the flight of stairs, so I really couldn't. Yeah, I heard that the guys behind the the guys that were behind the curtain, you know, they were like, "Wow, it's loud! It's loud! It's loud!" You know, there was a rabid crowd. They were really hot, and you know, they started to show off with a hot angle, and you know, it just carried carried on. You know, that, yeah. that angle that angle with Alex was, um, you know, it was hit or miss. It was either they're going to hit a home run or it's going to flop. But you know, they hit a home run, and there's a new heel in town in San Diego. Yeah, you know the, the big guy now, uh, Adam, uh, Alex Saint. Uh, he's the big man in town now. I'm him not and, uh, because he's my co-host. Him and Lo, <laughs> him and Lo, just totally tore it up, though. Fun stuff. And people are still still talking about them. I'm giving them a lot of heat too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not putting him over because he's my co-host. You know, it it was just hot. You know, and it, I haven't seen heat like that for a while for a while and couldn't happen to a nicer guy even though he's a prick for not coming on the air (laughs) (laughs) did you get a chance to see the aerial star scott loss match i did it was it was an awesome match uh both guys are are, are awesome guys um uh, definitely aerial star uh stepped it up a notch in there with scott loss this past weekend though yeah he did he just he pulled it out man i was like okay dude yeah he he moved up another level, I think, and you know he really stepped it up and and he kept up with Scott. Um, you know Scott's no slouch, man. You know Scott's gone in there with some of the best. You know and uh, they uh, they looked pretty good. Uh, did you catch anything else from the show or? Um, you know what? Uh, I, I I only saw the first couple matches. I was in the back most of the time, though. Um, but from what I saw, it was it was a great show. Awesome. And from everything I hear, it was a great show. From everybody else who was in the crowd, so definitely hats off to New Wave. They put on a, a good show. All right, you got the office, man. You have a show to plug. Uh yeah, we got a SoCal Pro show uh, this coming Saturday night. Uh, doors open at six. Show starts at seven. Uh, main event is SoCal Crazy against Jason Redondo in a Falls Count Anywhere match. And uh, <clears throat> we just added another match today, which which is uh, Pendolero against Mr. Tempest. And these these two guys have been, uh, they've been going up against each other for the last few weeks over at the LOI shows. So uh, we're going to see what they can do in uh, SoCal Pro. We've seen Pendolero a few times. Um 
definitely the fans do not like him. So uh, I'm sure it'll be the same reaction this Saturday. Uh, the next match we have is uh, Chimera and Conde Jr., and they'll be taking on Hurricane Negro and uh, debuting Hurricane Negro and, and Lokira. Um, we've seen Lokira a few times in LII and uh, also New Wave. So we'll see what he can do in SoCal Pro. And uh, after that, we've got Ricky Mandel, who is uh, still 0-9, and he'll be taking on uh, the man that we were just talking about, Scott Lost, who uh, who was uh, the first uh, first man to pin him in SoCal Pro, number one. We'll see if he can be number 10. So Ricky Mandel is definitely trying to get a big win, so we'll see if he can do it against Scott Lost. Uh, the next match we have is the Ballard Brothers, and they'll be taking on uh, Matt Twisted and El Bandido. And uh, if if you are know anything about the Ballard Brothers, if you don't, you've been living under a rock for a long time. That's what I'm saying. If you uh, haven't heard of the Ballards, man, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Jeez. I don't I don't care if you don't live in California. They've been all over the world. You should know who the Ballard Brothers are. And if you don't. Go to SoCalProWrestling.com and check them out uh, because they are an amazing tag team that has been all over the world. Uh, and they'll be taking on uh, the debuting El Bandido and his partner Matt Twisted. We haven't seen Matt Twisted in a few months, uh, but he'll be coming back for tag team action. So uh, we'll see if they can take down the Ballad Brothers. Uh, only a few teams have so far, so we'll see what they can do. And... Uh, the last match we have, uh, last but not least, Johnny Goodtime will be taking on Brandon Cutler. And uh, at the last show, Brandon Cutler uh, jumped the guardrail and, and attacked Johnny Goodtime, uh, trying to uh, make a quick impact on SoCal Pro. So we'll see if he can uh, see if he can take a win over Johnny Goodtime this Saturday. We'll see what he has. So pretty much uh, jumped the man and demanded the match, and he's got it. So we'll see what he can do. Um, definitely, I think all eyes are, will be on uh, on old Ricky Mandel to see if he can get a uh, get a win. He's 0 for 9, so we'll see what happens. Uh, also, the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Adam Pierce, uh, will also be at the show this Saturday also. Wow, Jeff, that's a stacked stacked lineup man i wish i could make the show but i do have a lucha show to attend to this saturday <clears throat> you know i can't miss the minis <laughs> but yeah as far as that that pandalero tempest match um i think it's they're gonna just kill each other um they, they do not like every match every match you know every match that they that they have either been in in singles or tag team they just they just beat the crap out of each other and I don't think I don't think it's going to be any different this Saturday. Uh, so you know, I mean, you really get 110 percent out of both of those guys every time you see them. Yeah. So they're they're gonna on Sunday at the LOI show. It's uh, hair versus mask with those two. Um, yeah. So, well, we'll we'll see if uh, we'll see if it comes early. <laughs> we'll we'll yeah. see if Pandaleo takes the mask off him on Saturday. We'll see if it if it happens a day early. And anything can happen with those two. Yeah, no doubt. And you know, oh. it it adds to the mystique as well. Um, mm-hmm. It's cool that their program is is running through different promotions because it gives the fans 
you know, a different opportunity to see them, you know, in front of different type of fans. And, you know, it also kind of links, links the companies together as well. Um, it's not just two individual companies. It's two companies within a San Diego, how may I say it, a scene. There you go. There you go. Uh, so, something I did forget uh, to mention, um, we'll be having uh, the debut of our new uh, SoCal Pro Commissioner. He'll be making uh, be making an announcement this show. Uh, we got word from management, which which uh, I guess would be myself. <laughs> At the last show, uh, we'll be seeing the new commissioner. He'll be uh, calling some shots, making sure uh, things are left on even ground at the end of the night. So we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see what he has to say on Saturday night. And I know Jason Redondo and TNT will be uh, keeping an, uh, an ear open to see what he has to say about the world title as well, because we did see the belt uh, last month. So we'll see what he has to say. That's cool. And so for anybody who misses the show, just go to SoCalProWrestling.com on Sunday, and you'll be able to get all the information for what happened if you don't live in in San Diego. And if you do, come to the show. Have a good time. It'll be a fun show. Geez, at least. I mean, there's some uh, stars lined up on that show. I mean, you've got a, a bunch of people coming in. But, Jeff, I'm going to cut you off because I do have Gabe Ramirez on the other line, so I'm going to patch Gabe in. I appreciate you coming on and covering Alex's ass. Hey, no problem. All right, brother, I'll be talking to you. All right, have a good one. All right, thanks, Jeff. All right, now on the line, the owner, the man, the owner of Pro Wrestling Revolution, NWA, Mr. Gabe Ramirez. What's going on, Gabe? How you doing, brother? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you guys doing? I'm doing great, man. Other than my co-host uh, being away in a military meeting, you know, he is uh, protecting our country. He's protecting our country at a meeting? <laughs> He's a Marine. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure all the officers in the world feel really safe. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm going to have to rib him next time I see him. Well... You and I, we go back a long time. Yeah. When, guess did, you can, when did yeah. we first meet? Oh, wow. Some, it has to be sometime in 97, I would believe, 1997. I'm going to say April, I think. April. That's pretty damn close. Yeah. Uh, so I could say uh, a Jim Morris of 1997, someone, somewhere in that time, but... Uh, yeah, I guess you can't go wrong. 97, Jim Morris, let's leave it at that. <laughs> oh, the summer of love, man. There hasn't been another summer like that. No. As far as no. I'm concerned. No. And, and it'd be difficult to even try to duplicate something like that again. Even if you actually tried, you know, step by step, it'd be impossible. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was just a, just an insane time. Yeah, my first shot was uh, was uh, Manny Fernandez, his last show. Ah. All right. I remember he came out and he cut a promo, and I think Bomber came out and they they did a little scramble or something. If I remember yeah. right, I think Bomber came out and sent him home with a couple of chair shots, something like that. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Something like that, yeah. So how'd you get involved with All Pro? Uh, well, like everybody else in pro wrestling, you get involved. You know, first you. You're a fan, and then you, you know when you once you're a fan, you just can't wait to be a part of it. 
more than just being a fan. And there was an opportunity at, uh, at APW where they said, hey, we're looking for someone who can help out, whether it be with the ring crew or, or you know, fill in the blank. And it so happened to be that they needed someone to actually fill their customer VHS orders. And that's where I started, you know. People would order DVD, I mean, I'm sorry, the VHS tapes of the shows, and there we were, you know, recording VHS tapes and putting them in little packs and shipping them out. And uh, from there, it just snowballed uh, whatever else came in. You know, you try to fit in where you can, and and hopefully, you know, you know, almost like in, in the real business world, you know, you're waiting for someone to move on or quit, whatever, so you can get your opportunity to, to move forward. And uh, 10 years later, here I am. There you go. See that out there, folks? It pays to be persistent. Yeah, I mean, 10 years. That's pretty good, I would say. <laughs> 10 years. You're still doing it. <laughs> and you're still I'm doing it. it. Years and going. I mean, I haven't stopped by, by any stretch of the imagination, but yeah. Ten years, and uh, and I look back, and I can't believe, you know, um, it, it all started from, you know, just copying tapes, and next thing you know, it's one thing after the other, and you get involved, and, and you meet people, you meet contacts, and, and ten years from now, people that, you know, first started in other areas, kind of like when I got started, now ten years later, now they're doing their own thing, and it's pretty, you know, it's pretty interesting to see, you know, the people who actually are still around from 1997, and now, you know, because... I, I think I can, I could not even begin to name the amount of faces that come through these doors and in pro wrestling in general that you come across working on the independent scene, then it is easier to count people that are still there, you know, so it's pretty interesting, you know, it's it's pretty much become a an everyday part of my life, you know, and uh, I don't regret one minute of it. Yeah, I hear you, brother. I hear you. So, um, how'd you... Okay, I understand that, that you're a Latino male, so Lucha Libre has been a part of your fabric. I understand that. But what what made you want to get into uh, more of a Lucha-based, uh, running a Lucha-based promotion? Well, um, I, don't, I, I, I would not describe what I'm doing as a Lucha-based promotion because I'd be, I'd be the worst promoter ever because I am not a Lucha promoter. What I'm trying to do is, if you look, if you look at your surroundings, of where we're out in California, you know, you'd be you'd be blind to to say that you know lucha is not something that that's hot, you know. And uh, I grew up on it, you know. My dad used to take me, you know, to to the San Jose Civic Auditorium, you know, since I was three four years old. And back then, you know, I got to watch guys like Mil Mascaras, Chavo Guerrero, you know, uh, God Pampero Firpo, you know, uh, Tom Pritchard. So I got to watch a mix of many things. It wasn't just lucha libre, but the promoter back then, Roy Shire, had the same same thing in mind. You know, you got to give you know the fans in that town a little bit of everything. So definitely, he brought in his stars, but it didn't hurt the attendance when he bring in Chavo Guerrero, Mil Mascara, Dos Caras, and those same shows you get to see Under the Giant and and stuff like that. So it's it, to 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 say it's lucha based promotion, I, it'd be very unfair. You know, I leave lucha promoting to people like Lucha Vavum and and FMLL who do an incredible job doing lucha based only. I like to give, you know, a little bit of everything, which would be lucha and the American style and some meanies and, and some comedy. You have to give, you know, every town something different because obviously in every town there's different, you know, different genres of people. And you, as a promoter, you'd be stupid just to run, to run a show like you would like. You know, as a promoter, you have to be smart and run a show 
as the paying customer would like to see. Yeah, I have I have to agree. Um, that's the problem with Vince nowadays. Um, it's pretty much all the same. And if you look back at the WCW Nitro time, they had the cruiserweights. Then they had the, the Latino and the Japanese workers. Then they had the old guys. They had the tag teams. It was a little bit of everything. And now, you know, Vince just throws, you know, all into one one little uh, little handful there. And it makes sense to, to cross-promote like that. Plus, not to mention, I mean, <clears throat> there are plenty of guys up here, you know, that could keep up with the Luchadors. And for one would be Jason Stiles. Um, what are your feelings on Jason as a worker? I think Jason's very, very underrated. I think he's very, very, very underrated. Um, I've seen Jason work Lucha crowds. I've seen him work, you know, American crowds. And I think uh, sometimes people get lost in indie wrestling and they feel that just because he's not a person that can do, you know, a 450 on the opening move, then guess what? You know, that guy is boring, that guy sucks, and it's not, you know, it's not what you want to see. But I would take Jason Styles, I know, on my show any day. You know, he's he's very creative. He knows how to, you know, work, you know, what he does. He doesn't do anything out of his element. He's very safe, clean, smart, and he has a good look. Most important in all that, he has a good look. And if you compare Jason Styles' body to a lot of guys on, indie, on the indie level now, he's far, far, far ahead of everybody else. Mm-hmm. I have to agree. Um, I saw him at the Big Time Wrestling Show um, last, was it this month? Um, and he was solid. Oh, yeah. He didn't do didn't do anything overly spectacular, but he didn't have to. Exactly. You know, exactly. why kill yourself? Well, there, I'm pretty sure there was someone in, on that show that was going to be di- be doing all the, you know, high-level, you know, super spectacular, you know, moves. And that's fine. You know, there's always someone on that card that can fill that void. And I'm pretty sure Jason, you know, did probably, you know, least amount of dangerous moves and, and, and damage on his body. And he was able to get equal reaction, if not even more. You know, you just got to know your limitations and 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 do do what you're you're best at, you know, and keep it simple. Mm-hmm. I have to agree. So, um, you have a show coming up on the 22nd at in the San Leandro High School. Yes, which is a hell of a venue. Yes, we wasn't that the venue where we saw Mo, uh, Modest and Daniels, January '98. No, no. Oh, that's where Masala was, where they dropped 300. Uh, San Leandro High School was the venue where Roland Alexander and APW uh, ran, uh, I guess, our first show there. Um, that's when Crash Holly made his first comeback to uh, APW. That's when James Watkins was wrestling Tony Jones for the APW Universal title, and uh, Crash Holly made a surprise appearance, and uh, James Watkins uh, won the title that night. There you that go. was the first show there. My and the second, horrible, show, so. the second show there was when uh, Bob Arnett from WCW was there scouting talent, and that's when uh, Michael Moss was first discovered. Okay, there you go. All right, well, it's the, it's this Saturday, and do you want to run down the lineup? You know, the show starts at 5 o'clock, and this show is more along the lines like when you first described, you know, it's more on the lucha side. I'm running this show together with a uh, promoter right here named Victor Ortiz. And this is a, I guess I'd say a 50-50 show where um, I have some of the normal faces everyone recognizes on the shows that we run, like Billy Blade and Caden, Tito Aquino, Brandon Bonham, you know. And, uh, and then you have the other side where you have a lot of the lucha, lucha-based 
guys that you know that do the lucha shows here locally. So you're going to see a lot of the you know mixture. You know, on the lucha side, you have Hijo de Rey Mysterio coming in. You have Otegoncito uh, coming in, and then you have Pequeño Pirov coming in, and those are two minis. And if you haven't seen uh, the Mexican minis live, I mean, I know a lot of us watch stuff on YouTube and, and on tape, but if you never have gotten the opportunity to watch the Mexican minis rustle live, you're, you're, you're definitely missing out. It's definitely something that you've got to see live to truly appreciate, you know, how, how athletic and how talented these guys are. Yeah, they're um, they're working in San Diego on Sunday for uh, SoCal Pro, or uh, excuse me, not SoCal Pro, um, LOII Oscars promotion. So um, those that like, if you're in Northern California, you can catch them, or if you're in Southern California, you can catch them. Um, do you have an opponent for Mysterio? What was that? Do you have an opponent for Mysterio? You're cutting up. I think you're you're calling me from the bathroom, and uh, I think the signal's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm outside. Um, is that better? Yes, much better. Okay, cool. I'm lined up with my living room window. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have an opponent for Mysterio? Hijo de Rey Mysterio. You know, I love to tell you, you know, whose opponent is, but, you know, being it's Lucha, you know, a lot of times, you know, uh, you got to do things last minute, you know, because that's the nature of the beast when it comes with Lucha Libre. You know, um, I love to say the Border Patrol, you know, but there's a lot of stuff going on. And uh, with so many shows taking place on March 22nd, you know, for, you know, everyone out there who, who follows message boards and, and is close to the indie scene, you know, look at the number of shows that are taking place on March 22nd. I think that's the most shows I've seen taking place in one day in a very, very long time. You have PCW in Oroville. You have Revolution in San Leandro. I believe Jeff Dino and SoCal Pro are running. Um, NWA is running in Las Vegas doing their TV tapings. There's a lot of stuff going on on March 22nd. So it's a, it's a great time to be part of indie wrestling. It's a great time as a fan. Where, you, know, you have so many options on so many good wrestlers and promotions to, to go support and, and watch some good action. Uh, uh, Jesse Hernandez is running as well. There you go. Hey, Jesse Hernandez every weekend. Yeah, pretty much. But every I think only WPW with Martin Marin um, does Jesse Hernandez not run as much. But Jesse Hernandez runs as much as much as anyone you can think of out there. And it's another person that doesn't get enough respect and credit, you know, for the for the what he does for independence and and you know he's not a guy who gets glorified on the boards or anything. But if you look down, that guy has a sh- one, two, three, four shows a month, a month. So hats off to him because it's a lot of work to do what he does. Yeah. Well, he was a guest on our show a few months ago, and it was just it was my honor and pleasure to have him on. Um, well, hell, you've been to the Cal Palace shows, man. You've seen him referee. Oh yeah. You've seen him on the AWA TVs that are on ESPN Classic. You know, he was on a couple weeks ago. He got his ass handed to him by the Colonel, but you know, right, <laughs> just right. a hell of a guy. You know, and he's a, he is definitely a hell of a trainer as well. Um, so, uh, are you associated with all pro wrestling at all anymore? You know, I mean, I'm, it's hard to say that I'm, you know that I'm completely done with APW because that'd be impossible. You know, um, there was no mean spirited leave of any sort. I'm still going to help out in APW in any way possible because that's who I am. 
Um, I will never forget, you know, the opportunities that APW gave me. I'll never forget what Roland Alexander, you know, trusted in and, and, and had faith in, and there's no way I can say, hey, you know, I'm doing my own thing now, and uh, I can't help you out at all. Um, obviously, my main priority is Pro Wrestling Revolution. You know, I have a, a line of shows that i got to, you know, pay close attention to, from, you know, marketing, promoting, sponsors, TV, and everything that you do, you know, to put on a show. But in the same breath, I, I will still be there for APW when I can and, you know, and, and help out, you know, where needed. You know, I'm definitely going to dip into Roland's, uh, 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 I guess, roster and, and also uh, boot camp when they start coming out, you know, for talent. Um, so I'm definitely still helping out APW, but nowhere near in the amount that I, um, I was involved in years past. And definitely because of, go ahead, and I guess you can call it, I've moved out and, and started my own promotion and doing my own thing. But uh, the ties with APW are still there. Um, you know, it's like you can't turn your back on your family, you know. And uh, I will always be there for APW. I'll always be there for Roland and, and everything that has to do with APW. But my main focus now is Pro Wrestling Revolution. Awesome. Awesome. I'm going to have to put you over, Gabe. You, you answered honestly and, you know, you showed integrity. And I appreciate that. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How about that? Uh, you have a promoter who's actually honest and tells the truth, huh? How about that? Wait a minute. How about that? You're always, everyone's already saying promoters are, oh, they're, they're, they're shysty and they're liars and they're crooks and, well, whatever. And I'm just, I just want to be honest and I, I try to treat people the way they, they I hope that I get treated and if you're, if you're honest with me, you know, I, I at least owe you to be honest with, you know, with each other, and that way there's no drama and there's, you know, no hiccups. You know, there's not enough time in this world to deal with, you know, with BS. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hear you, man. I wish there were more promoters out there that were like that, but... Just not. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Be like Eddie Kingston, the last of a dying breed. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, I mentioned Kingston. What other indies do you follow? You know, if you would have asked me that 10 years ago... I tell you, I I run down every possible indie out there, but right now I I I'd, I'd lie to you if I tell you I'd watch anything more than than you know what I see locally around me, and that's because I'm I'm too deep trying to promote you know what I do, you know um and honestly right now on the indie level, I, I'm seeing the same talent being used over and over and over, so I don't think there's not enough new talent being developed. It, it it's sad because. If you look at all the names that are popular in, in everyone's favorite promotion, you can find those same talents at another successful promotion. So it's like everyone's using the same roster, just with different ideas and promoting and, and booking. Um, I don't think enough people are developing new stars. So it's difficult to try to you know follow everyone because I have to stay focused on what I'm doing. And it, and it kind of hurts because you know, doing what you do as a promoter, you, you want to try and stay on top of, of your industry and seeing what's new and, you know, who are the new stars and what's the new ideas and promotions and so on going out there. But at the same time, you know, if you miss one promotion, you can always catch, sometimes always catch the next one and see the same talent. And it's, it, it, it sucks to say that, but, you know, if you're going to be realistic, you know, what's going on in, in indie wrestling, you can tell. Everyone's pretty much, you know, using the same people and not developing their own stars. I, I have to agree. There there are a few independent companies out there that you know, have broken off on their own, like the Chikara promotion, which we're huge fans of here at the show, um, because they're definitely different. Yes. To say the yeah, least. That, 
that's one promotion that for sure has has taken a different approach on how to promote pro wrestling and how to promote what they want to do. And they really have gone out of their, you know, their way and, and created, you know, their own identity and brand and haven't followed the suit, you know, of promoting by the Internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're, they're really good. Um, what have you heard about the XPW reunion show in May? You know, not much. You know, not much. Not much has been let out besides, you know, the obvious as far as ticket sales and where to buy and so on. But um, Kevin Kleinrock, you know, does a hell of a job promoting. And I'm sure that whatever is being advertised, I'm pretty sure he has something, you know, brewing in the back that is definitely going to blow the roof off. You know, uh, you know, doing a reunion show like that, you know, there's so many possibilities and so many things you can do. So I think, the more excitement, you know, going to the show has to be what can happen or what is going to happen as opposed to what's already on the card. I'd be more interested to see what's going to happen during the show. You know, who else might come in? Who, we, who might be the surprise guest? Because, you know, after all, if you look back down the, the years that XCW was involved, a lot, a lot of names were, were a part of it. So it'd be, I'd be interested to see, you know, actually who else is coming in that's not really advertised on their cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my feelings are that that this first show is going to be, you know, for for a DVD release. Yes. And if they do well, I, I have the feeling that they're going to go quarterly probably, and go with the same uh, marketing approach that Ring of Honor does with the DVDs uh, before they went on to pay per view. But um, I think it, the I think that uh, the West Coast is is ready for something a little harder edge. Um, the the harder edge stuff has been missing. Um, because you know we want to give everybody you know a little taste of everything. You know we have the lucha, we have the stronger style, we have the comedy, you know we have the tag work, but I, I think the the harder the harder core stuff is is missing. Um, also, you know a friend of ours, Vic Grimes, will be on that show. Yes, yes, I believe Vic is heading down there and, and taking part in the event, and and that's someone that I wish was still involved a bit more in, in any wrestling. You know, because uh, definitely Vic had a, a, a good following, here, not only here in the Bay Area, but also down in, in Southern California, and also, you know, in, in, in all the areas he wrestled in, you know. It's unfortunate, you know, Vic doesn't get to wrestle as much as he wants to, but I am glad to see him on the card. Mm-hmm. Well, those that are listening, um, we have just updated our website, rubberguardradio.com. Um, Jeff is uh, at home updating the site finally. Uh, thanks, Jeff. I know you're listening. Um, <clears throat> sorry, cheap plug. That's what we're all about here is cheap plugs. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay, let's see. Well, you know what? Let's go back in time. Okay. What, what were your fondest memories in the summer of 97? <laughs> That's impossible. It's impossible to actually... Oh, come on. was a very special time... I know, and 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 APW and independent, you know, wrestling here in the Bay Area. Um, there was so much talent on that roster. That if you actually, you know, took time and broke it down to, to the amount of talent that was in that gym and the matches and storylines that took place, uh, it, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible, and it'd be impossible to to actually uh, break down, you know, matches, what your favorite matches were, because you can talk about one match or one storyline or what have you, and then from that another discussion will come up, but what about this and what about that? You know, that that time 
you, know, you were there with a lot of your friends, and as, as was I, and eventually I went from being a fan to being behind the scenes. But even being behind the scenes, I, I, that's the time in, in, in wrestling, you know, for me that I will never, 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 never forget. You know, that's what, that's what got me hooked into pro wrestling, and that's what kept me, you know, sticking around, you know, for 3 a.m. breakfasts after shows and getting home at 6 in the morning to go to work at 9. You know, I mean, those are the type of shows and, and roster that, you know, kept me going to where I'm at now. You know, um, I mean, you think about the, the, the names that are on there. You know, it's incredible. You know, you had, God, I mean, you can name them off more than I because I, I'm drawing blanks here, but you had, you know, you had Vic Grimes, you had Aaron O'Grady, you know, Michael Modest, Donovan Morgan, Crash Holly, Tony Jones, Frank Murdoch, um, the West Side Players. I mean, and then eventually you added Vinny Massaro. So you can go on on and on and on. And then the, the magic that, that Roland and his booking committee came up with, with storylines, you know, I mean, Rosano. And, I mean, you can go on forever, you know. It I think made sense. Absolutely. It, it all made sense. It all, it all tied in. There wasn't no one doing anything out of the ordinary. It, it, you know, everyone did what their strong points were. And there was creative, you know, booking and creative, you know, everything. You know, there was, God, you know, Rizano, people talk about Rosano wanting to be a West Side player. You can talk about Donovan, Donovan being the goofball. You know, I mean, you can go on forever. There were so many things that happened in that time. I think on your last show, you guys were talking about, um, Marcus asked me about, uh, what was it, the suplex through a door? Yes, the lost tape. Yeah, that tape does not exist. Damn it. That it does not. was insane. M- Modest yeah. and Grimes was nuts. Yeah, that's the only match they ever had singled, I believe. Yeah. And they also, uh, Super Dragon was on that. Um, Taro from PWG made his debut in that match against Ultimo Dragon Cito. Yes, correct. Correct. We, we, had, we had Taro on a few months ago, and, and we were talking about that match, and he was all, you were there? I was all, yes, I was. <laughs> you know, you know uh, often. if you go back to uh, when uh, Ron Rivera came down with, like, Hellblazer and a Super Dragon, and then eventually brought in, um, God, what's his name? The guy was in WCW. Blitzkrieg. If you look back on those tapes, for those who uh, were tape trading in 1987, and Jim Morris was one of the hot tapes out there, if you look at that, look at the far left corner by the door, you see a, uh, a a guy in a Rev Pro shirt selling merchandise, and that would be Mr. Disco Machine in the background, you know, hustling DVDs and uh, VHS tapes and T-shirts in the corner. So that was another guy that uh, was coming down to the shows, you know, way before he actually debuted. Man, that was some. That was just the times, man. That's all I could say. It was the times. You know, I, I yeah. wish I could bottle it and just sell it. Yeah. Uh, but if you look at it now, I mean, there's a lot of promotions who run quite a bit and have, I guess, twice as many people on the roster than APW had in that era, and they still can't come up with the same magic. You know, it, I you it, know what though? I think I think it was the garage. I think it was the garage because it was so intimate, and even even when they opened up the garage, it was still just you know sitting in the war zone. You knew something was going to happen. You know. Oh. It, Absolutely. Plus, you know, you had a you had the comedy, you had the real good, stiff Japanese style wrestling. You had the hardcore stuff. You had the women when they were around, um, tag team stuff. It was just 
top to bottom, always fun. Yep. You know. And that's the formula that I'm trying to, you know, I don't want to say recreate, but that's the formula I'm trying to base what I'm trying to do now with Revolution is except I'm trying to give it my spin. You know, I, I still, I'm still going to use the, the top talent, you know, from the Bay Area that I, that I feel that I can use, to, um, you know, to have a good show with in, 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 on my shows. And then you add on some lucha, you add on some female wrestling, you give them some meanies. And then you give them a little bit of a storyline, and and you know, and you see what you can make happen. You know, in Santa Maria, our last show there, we had officially fifteen hundred and forty people. I'm sorry, one one hundred one thousand five hundred and forty paid. And then you have the kids, you know, that are on the, you know, are too small to pay to get in. But that was the actual official account. You know, fifteen forty, and we actually had to close doors and say, hey, no more tickets, no more. You know, we're actually. And I guess what I, what I call it, Matt, is illegitimate sold out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm not saying, you know, we drew, you know, 200 people and called it sold out. I'm talking about we really sold out. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's the thing, you know, you can say you sold out in a small little venue, and that's fantastic, you know, but, I mean, think about it, you know, anyone can draw 200. You know, it, it just depends on what kind of goals you have and what kind of promoter you want to be. But we actually had that many people there, and, and that's because we give them what that town wants to see. You know what I mean? Because if I promoted every show like how I would do it, then, you know, based off what I want to see, then I think we draw 200 people. You know what I mean? You know, you you got to promote to the towns and be a smart promoter. you got to be a smart promoter. I saw, I saw pictures, pictures from that show, and they uh, I can't remember the guy, but he was standing in in, in front of the ring post, and you look behind him, and it's just a sea of people. Oh yeah, up, it was up it, in the up in the ra- uh, not rafters, but up in the bleachers. You know, it's just like a sea of people. Absolutely, it, it was it was a, a a night to look back on. But it, it's sad because if you ask me how the show went, I can't tell you. I have no idea. I did not watch one match. You know, I had a, you know. I don't get to watch my shows. I, you know, I don't get to be a manager on my shows. I don't get to wear face paint on my shows. You know, I, I'm hoping the DVD comes out soon so I can watch it. You know, but all I do remember is someone telling me, "Hey, you know, we can't sell no more tickets." And I was like, "Why not? Why can't we? We're out of chairs. Well, let's go find some more chairs." You know what I mean? But uh, they, the school came out and said, "Hey, guys, uh, that's it. You know, we're, we're sold out. The concessions were sold out before intermission. They actually sent." Uh, a bunch of kids from the school to Little Cedars Pizza to buy all their pizza to, to have food to sell at intermission. You know, so it's it's fun stuff, but it's, it's a lot of hard work. It is not easy. It's not it's not you know people say yeah well it's you know it's Spanish based you just bring a, a couple of lucha names you'll draw impossible. It's a lot of work and uh, that happened because of all the work that myself you know Shannon Billy Blade Caden Tito Aquino. You know, all those, you know, all the wrestlers who came in early, Kafu, Derek Sanders, you know, all those people were in Santa Maria a day or two before the show doing, you know, doing whatever they took, you know, flyers, posters, um, doing live broadcasts with Telemundo. You know, a lot of work goes on those shows. So when you look back to 97, you're like, wow, you know, all that magic happened and the shows were what, every what, three to six weeks? You know, we were all coming in very often. And the magic continued to happen every show. So I take my hat off the roll and say, wow, you know, hell of a job. Because if I try to promote shows every three to six weeks, I, I, I'd be a failure. You know, I need more time in order to, you know, 
to, to draw bigger numbers and, and also keep keep a keep a straight head because it's it's a lot of work to promote. A lot of people think it's easy, but for those who you know who tried it in the past or you man we ever think about doing it, don't <laughs> don't. You know, there's many there's many times I look back and go, Wow. Should I have actually promoted or actually gotten involved, you know, would it be more fun to be on the other side of the curtain, uh, you know, and just enjoying it? Because, I, you know, sometimes as a promoter, it's very few times you actually get to enjoy, you know, a match, let alone a show. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you. Um, I was in San Diego this past weekend, and I was a guest for New Wave Pro Wrestling. And um, I only went into the locker room during intermission. Uh, uh-huh. I, I didn't want to be back there. I I flew down 500 miles to see a wrestling show, <laughs> and I mean I I got to see some really great talent down there. Um, I was impressed with them, <clears throat> but uh, this isn't the this isn't the, the the new wave pro wrestling show. This is for this is for you to get your get your opinions on the air. Um, let's see. Okay, after this show, you have one booked in April. After March, we have a very, very busy, 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 busy month of May. We have uh, May 17th in San Jose. And then we have May 31st in Santa Maria. And then I'm also helping out and taking part with APW on May 16th. So we have May 16th, May 17th, and May 31st. And even though it's not May, we have June 7th, the following week in San Francisco. So we have a very, very, very busy 30 days, you know, in that time span of, of shows. Uh, where are you running in San Francisco? We're running at uh, O'Connell. Oh. That's cool. Awesome. Awesome. I love gym shows. I love high school gym shows. The the, the acoustics are amazing, and you, you can you can hear the crowd you know, it's it's a different sound than than in say the Newark Pavilion. I mean, I'm not burying Kirk's Kirk's venue. I love that venue. I'd love to run a show myself there. It's beautiful. I'm not going to bury Fog Space either. That's a beautiful spot too. But there's nothing like being in a high school gym. Oh yeah, I mean, it, but it depends. You know, uh, sometimes you know, uh, for example, in Santa Maria, it was so full you really can't tell it's a high school gym until you see the basketball. <laughs> you know, in, in the background, you know, so it all depends, you know, some venues um, work better for others, and it just depends, you know, how full it is, you know, but in San Jose, you know, the first time, you know, um, I had a show that I was a part of in San Jose, the draw was, was a very good draw, so I'm hoping, you know, all the work that we're putting into San Jose pays off and we have something similar, so, you know, trying to promote one show in San Jose, at the same time promoting a show in Santa Maria, and then simultaneously trying to promote a show in, in San Francisco is very, very, very difficult. And I wouldn't be able to do all this if I didn't have, you know, uh, people like Shannon and again and Billy and and Caden and Jason and you know and Chris. If they weren't involved in, in this, then it wouldn't be possible. It wouldn't be possible. But I look forward to the challenge. I can't wait, you know, to return to Santa Maria and see what's in store there. I can't wait to make our debut in San Jose. I can't wait till Saturday to make our debut in San Leandro, and I can't wait for for San Francisco. You know, we're we're not you know we're not basing ourselves you know in any territory. You know, we're not we're not looking to call ourselves a territory or, or one in one place. I'm looking to promote in as many places as I can where I think I can run a a, a profitable show. You know, that's, that's the answer. 
that's, that's, that's the answer. A profitable yeah. show. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not here to promote shows for the sake of promoting a show and having someone say, "Hey, he's a promoter." You know, I, I've been doing this for too long, ten years. You know, and I still think t- ten years is absolutely nothing, 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 nothing compared to what people have put, you know, into pro wrestling. But if you look around you, I can't think of you know too many promoters in our area that have been doing it longer than you know than I have. You know, and there's Kirk White who's been doing it for seven, eight years. He's done a hell of a job. You know, and there's uh, I believe uh, Gabe Jimenez in uh, in Sacramento who's who's been doing it for a while, but I think as of late has taken you know uh, a, a step back. But you know, ten years. You know, and I, I love it, and I look forward for another ten. But you can't do this alone. You know, if you don't have people supporting you, and you know, in many ways, there's no way this this, this could you know be possible at all. Absolutely, at all. Well, I'm, I'm looking at your website, and it says here that uh, you have a Von Erich yes. coming in June. A Von Erich return to the end of San Francisco. Well, that's that not Kevin, is it? No, no. No, no. No, we have uh, Lacey Von Erich making her Revolution debut. Wow. And, uh, you know, I can't wait, you know, to, to, to have her, you know, in our, our show, to be part of the show. I was really excited, you know, to be able to to get her on because as a late, you know, her schedule's filling up very, very, very fast. And, you know, being part of the NWA is, you know, it's a, it's awesome because that's what I grew up on, you know, when I was a kid watching it with my dad. And then having, a, you know, someone with the name of Von Eric to be part of the show is going to be fun for me, to say the least, you know. It's going to be something you look look back upon when you're 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years old and whatever, and talk to your kid and say, yeah, I was part of pro wrestling and had a Von Eric, you know, for those who... Who don't know who the Von Erichs are, then, you know, there's no sense of trying to waste time and, and, and catch you up on all the history. But those who know, know the name Von Erich and, 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 and absolutely appreciate, you know, what a Von Erich, you know, coming to NWA is. It's not something you see every day, that's for sure. It doesn't help that she's just really smoking, but, you know, that's <laughs> No, No, I, I guess it doesn't, you know, but uh, I'm looking forward to see, you know, um, who we can, you know, uh, get to wrestle her, you know, and, and, and see what she has, you know, in the ring as opposed to, you know, her looks on the outside. But it definitely doesn't hurt, you know, when, when you're uh, easy on the eyes. Sarah Del Rey. Can you get Sarah Del Rey, <laughs> please? Can I get Sarah to work uh, Lacey Von Eric? Please. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we don't have to go too far. I mean, you know, we have Chilita Melissa That's here who, uh, I think is you know equivalent, if not a um, a better uh, opponent for Lacey than Sarah would be. Uh, I love Sarah, you know, she knows that. But I think uh, Melissa is a uh, a little bit uh has raised her game a lot as of lately, and I'm very yeah. proud of proud of her and proud of all of her accomplishments. And I'm very happy that I'm still able to to work with her after all these years. See, plus plus nowadays it's extremely difficult to book Sarah Del Rey. She's got the Ring of Honor, you know, like four shows a month. That's two weekends. And then she does Shimmer as well. So she's pretty pretty tough. I mean, I can't yeah. even get her booked on a Tuesday night for a dang radio show. You know, bless her soul. She's, you know, she's worked everywhere. She uh, she doesn't stay in one spot for too long, you know. She's gone from Mexico to Japan, you know, on the East Coast. She's moved back to here. And, you know, she's doing her thing. She's doing her thing. And I'm very proud of her. Very proud of her. And every, and every time she comes to town... You know, she always calls me up and says, hey, do you have a show? 
I said, yeah, I do. And she comes in, you know, and just because she wants to wrestle and she wants to be around the ring. So that's someone definitely, you know, you always want to have in your locker room. Um, are you planning on taking any dates with the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Adam Pierce? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to having guys like uh, Los Luchas and Adam Pierce and, and not just the national champions in NWA, but some of the regional champions like DiBiase and so on and so forth. You know, um, being that we just started, you know, I'm trying to get you know our guys established first under the NWA banner. And once our guys get settled in and established, um, you, you can bet that you'll see guys like Adam Pierce and those luchas and, and guys like that on our shows. In Santa Maria, we just had Joey Ryan. And if you look back, you know, um, before Revolution, when I was booking for APW, a lot of the talent, you know, that you see at NWA or at the time was part of the Noki Dojo, um, a majority of that talent, you know, was coming, you know, was being booked here through me. So that was, you know, you look back, you got Joey Ryan and, and you know, Machine Gun Carl Anderson. A lot of people watch uh, Prince, you know, Fergal Devitt, you know, in New Japan. I don't know how many people actually know, but Fergal Devitt, while he was in the USA, you know, he was wrestling, you know, in, in uh, Southern California for the dojo, but he also wrestled J.J. Perez here, you know, at, uh, at the gym wars. You know, so that's, you know, I've been working with all those guys for a long time, but now that, you know, many of them have, you know, moved on and, and become bigger and better names than NWA, it's just a matter of time before... Um, I have him back on our roster and uh, intermixing ourselves a little bit with everybody. So uh, what made you decide to get in bed with Dave Marquez and the NWA? Well, I don't think I'd ever get in bed with Dave Marquez. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't either. <laughs> but, but uh, no, honestly, you know, uh, again, you know, you grow up watching something, you know, and if you have the opportunity to be in it, you know, you jump at the chance. You know, that's nothing against APW. You know, I am very, very proud, very proud of the time I've put into APW and what I've learned. But when it was time for me to move on and I felt it was time for me to do things my way, not because it was the right way, but just after a while you want to start doing things your way and, and see how it works, I had the opportunity, you know, um, of speaking with Dave and we talked about, you know, maybe Revolution becoming part of the NWA. And it's something that I thought about and, you know, again, I grew up watching it. You know, it's something, you know, I want to be a part of, the rich history. You know, I had a lot of great times with APW. I made my history there. And now I have an opportunity to, you know, to continue um, the rich tradition, you know, with NWA. And uh, I think it was a win-win. And uh, to me, it was a very obvious, you know, answer when I was, you know, uh, invited and asked if I want to be part of the NWA. So for me, it was a very easy, 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 resounding yes. You know, so, you know, and if you look upon, you know, we, you know, I've been talking about how you can't do things alone, you know, how you need to do things with as many su people supporting you as much as possible. You know, when you say that, then when you talk about the NWA, if you look at all the resources that the NWA brings, you know, to a promotion, you know, whether it be with talent or, or bookings or, you know, contests and so on, you can't go wrong, you know, when you're part of the NWA. I have to agree with you. Um, I've been saying it to many, many people till I'm blue in the face. I think that Marquez and the NWA, they're going to be, they're going to overtake TNA as number two. Um, I think they're, they're one, I'm not, okay, what the hell, one money mark away from, from moving up to that next level. <laughs> they have the talent. They have the talent. <clears throat> they have the resources. They have the areas and the territory 
territorial spots that are hot. Um, Southern California, soon to be up here with you guys, Texas, Vegas. Um, you know, they're pretty much all over, not to mention the Mid-Atlantic. Right, right. And, and they're really, forget, really close. But don't forget Blue Demon just um, became the... Mexico, that's right. Mexico became the president of the NWA in Mexico. So that's a huge, huge addition to the NWA, and I, I can't wait to be able to, um, to have Blue Demon on our shows and have the opportunity to have someone with that rich history. And again, when we talk about the NWA, that's what makes things, you know, stand up, you know, ahead of everybody else, you know, and that's not a personal shot at anybody, but, you know, when you're part of the NWA and Von Eric can come in, you know, you're part of the NWA and you've got guys like Blue Demon and Santo, and then you have, you know, young guys being developed like Joy Ryan, you know, Machine Gun Carl Anderson, you know, guys like that, you know, who are making a name, you know, for themselves, you know, through the NWA, you know, that's something you want to be a part of, and that's what, you know, enticed me to the NWA, and, you know, and I look forward to being a part of it. And if you look at Dave Marquez, Dave Marquez is everywhere. Dave Marquez is absolutely everywhere. He's in Puerto Rico filming things. He's in Mexico filming things. You know, uh, at the debacle at the Cow Palace, Dave Marquez was there. You know, he was in Vegas, Dave Marquez was there. And I think just as late, uh, Vince McMahon got his uh, his star on the Walk of Fame, and there, there he was, you know, interviewing uh, Vince McMahon was Dave Marquez, you know. So, you know, hats off to Dave. He works very, very, very hard at what he does, and he does a very good job, you know. And nothing that Dave ever does ever comes off, you know, I guess half-ass. He, he does everything big, or he doesn't do it at all. So I'm very, very happy, you know, for Dave and all his accomplishments. But I, I can tell you he's not done. He is nowhere near being yeah, done yet. He's not. A lot of plan for the NWA. You know, he lives and eats and dies pro wrestling. And uh, if someone, you know, is going to be uh, the leader of, of ma- making things happen, you know, I'm glad Dave Marquez is, is on my side, and I can't wait to, to go for a ride. Yeah, I, I have to agree. And and soon, I I predict within six months, you know, I mean, they're, they're really, really close. Really close. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I'm not even going to ask you about TV, Gabe, because, you know, this no. is the Bay Area. I don't have time to watch TV. The only time I watch TV is to make sure the commercials are paid for our airing. Otherwise, I don't really have much time. Yeah, I hear you. I, I can't stomach that stuff. Um, I can't stomach WWE or TNA. I, I just I can't do it. Um, I mean, I didn't even, didn't even know WrestleMania is, what, next weekend? I have no idea. I have no idea. There's there too many to keep track. I don't have no clue. I have no well, clue. Sad. I, I mean, I should know. I should be on top of it, like, again. But there's too many pay-per-views. There's too many things going on. And I'd rather spend my 50 bucks a month on something else. There you UFC. But uh, what are your feelings on mixed martial arts? Do you follow MMA at all? No. No, but, no. I mean, I wish I could. Again, you know, promoting, it takes too much time. But if you look at... You know, what I have looked at, you know, at UFC and MMA and so on, if you look at what they're doing now, to me it's no different with the, than what pro wrestling was doing when it first hit its boom. You know, when uh, the Internet became hot and what have you, pro wrestling took off. You know, and it hit, you know, hit levels where, you know, you had one-hour Nitros and one-hour Raws and 
Thursday shows. I mean, it was incredible. You couldn't get enough of pro wrestling. And right now, everyone can barely, you know, take a one-hour show, you know. But the UFC, you know, has recaptured the magic that pro wrestling, you know, did, you know, years ago. And if you look at it, you know, the booking's there. If you look at it, the booking is there. They've taken, they've taken the magic from boxing in years past. They've taken the magic of pro wrestling. And there you have it. You know, you have a successful money-making product. And my hat's off to them. It's a money-making machine, brother. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, they've they've made profit and then some since since uh, the new owners bought the bought the company years ago. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's see. We are running down to about ten minutes. Uh, let's see. What can we get into? So, um, what talent are you looking to bring in for future shows? Oh, uh, you know, Here's I'm all. Huh? I'm I'm a huge Adam Pierce Mark. I love Pierce. I can't say say enough uh enough uh You know, I'm always willing to look at talent, you know. I will always I will always, always look at tapes, look at footage and you know, and try to give different people opportunities. Um as of right now I'm pretty much full on the needs that I, I require for the shows from talent, you know. I am working with a lot of lucha talent, you know, because that's the names I do have to, um, you know, uh, move around from town to town. You know, um, I'm trying to work on bringing in Blue Demon and a lot of, you know, uh, Rayo de Jalisco, a lot of lucha guys, you know, and also trying to, you know, fit in and bring a lot of the guys in from the NWA, like, you know, Adam Pierce and those luchas and, and you know, Machine Gun Carl Anderson, you know, DiBiase. I'm trying to get all those guys in. I just got to find the right spot for everyone to, to make it worthwhile for everybody involved, you know. But it doesn't. I'll never say never, you know. I will never say never as far as you know who I will use or will not use because, you know, you never know. You just absolutely never know who may fill that spot that you're looking for, you know. So if if you guys think someone's out there that I should be using, by all means, you know, have them email me, send me a, a package, send me something, and I will love to look at it. I will love to look at it. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. So, am I the only one out there that's itching to see Carl Anderson footage from New Japan? I think he has some up somewhere. I think uh, I haven't seen anything yet. I've been waiting for the Kanemoto match, and I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> you know, it's just where, but you know, in the age of YouTube, it won't be long before you have this whole tour on on, you, on YouTube. You know, and. Uh, you know, I for one am very happy for him. I remember when I when I first brought him in, when he had just come in, uh, moved down from uh, Cincinnati area, um, and he was down here with a uh, with the dojo, and uh, that's when uh, a lot of my guys were working closely with the uh, Japan dojo, and I brought him in, and he had a match with uh, with MPT that wow, to this day, it's uh, one of those matches that that, that stick out in your mind. They're like, wow, I wish I can. Uh, see it happen, you know, again, you know, but uh, ever since I saw him and saw him work that match, I knew that, you know, he uh, he actually had the talent and the look and the mindset and the actual the passion, you know, that it takes to, to, to make a form of a living in pro wrestling, you know what I mean? So, uh, I, I can't wait, you know, for, for Carl to take it to the next level and, and, and not only just go to New Japan this one time, but I, I hope he gets to become a, a regular there and, uh, and make money and make a living from this. Mm-hmm. Oh, but before we wrap up, I'm going to ask you one more question. Sure. Where do you where do you see your your promotion 
in a calendar year, a year from now? I I want to see myself running the same venues three times a year. You know, I want to I want to at least have. I don't want to say in a calendar year, but my my ultimate goal is to have one one show per month in a different venue. You know, in Santa Maria, we're scheduled to be there three times a year. In San Jose, we're scheduled to be there twice a year. Um, in San Francisco, you know, we're making our debut show, and after we debut and and we look at some numbers and, and, and to see if it makes sense. You know, we look we look forward to running there three times a year. So when you you know you got three four different venues, you know you're you're bound to run one show per you know per month, and ultimately that's my goal. You know, to have one show per month in different venues. You know, as of today, um, we're trying to finalize and you know the, the figures, but we should be running um, shows in the Butte County area in sometime in July. Mm. You have San Jose. As far as Butte County, are you? Uh, what building are you looking at? We're going to be running at the fairgrounds. Oh, okay. Um, in Oroville, there's a an Indian casino that has they can fit three thousand in their in their event arena, and I've seen it for a concert, and it's such a beautiful beautiful venue. Um, <clears throat> they've held mixed martial arts shows up there. Um, right. That might be. Um, if if you need to run a larger venue eventually up in that area, that would probably be it's uh, the Feather River Casino up there. Off of, oh yeah, uh, absolutely. And hopefully someday I get to a point where I actually need to fill the capacity, uh, you know, that big. As of right now, my biggest draw again was fifteen hundred. We did turn away, you know, over two hundred people out the door, but that's still nowhere near as uh, three thousand. But hopefully someday, you know, I get to that point where. I do need to run in a venue that holds 3,000. But, you know, as of right now, for just this being our first year, you know, we're going to be running in, you know, in San Jose, Santa Maria, San Francisco, the Butte County area, and then in August we should be running in Portugal. So, you know, that's not too shabby, you know, for my first year in promoting. You know what I mean? Hey, how did you hook up with Portugal? Por- I, I, you know, honestly, you know, it's just, you know, so much time in, in, in pro wrestling you know, contact after a contact, you know, someone says that I knew you, that I know you, and then next thing you know, an email comes in saying, hey, I want to do this, I want to do that. And I honestly can tell you, I get so many emails, people telling you how they want to do stuff, but they never come through. But lo and behold, Portugal has come through. Um, I sent uh, talent there last year. You know, I sent Oliver John, MPT, Dana Lee, and Kafu to Portugal last year, and this year, the tour will continue. So the difference this time is the shows I should be a pro wrestling revolution show in Portugal, and uh, we're scheduled to have five shows. You know, already confirmed are guys like uh, uh, Vito and, and Eugene, Hijo um, uh, de Rey Mysterio, and some of the talent that I use here here for Revolution. You know, so that's something we're going to be doing twice a year. So I will add Portugal to some of the cities or countries. That, that we're going to be running in. So that's what I was telling you, Matt. You know, it's not necessarily, you know, I'm running in San Francisco, and that's my territory. I'm trying to run shows in areas that are profitable. You know, there's no longer any territories. You know, I'm just trying to run in areas that make sense to what I'm doing. There's an opportunity to make money for the venue, make money for myself, the pro wrestlers, and move forward. You know, so you can add Portugal, and I hope, I wish I could announce it, but there's another country that I, that, that I got confirmed for but we're just waiting on the dates, and as soon as that's available, I'll make sure I make an announcement on our MySpace and our website, 
and letting you guys know, and I'll also email you, Rubber Guard Radio, letting you guys know that our, our next country would be, you know, so and so forth, you know, and I can't wait, you know, I can't wait, you know, to have the Revolution banner, you know, in, in Portugal, and, and it's going to be, you know, exciting times for myself and, and the people involved. Well, when I saw that Portugal, I was like, whoa, what the hell? That's yeah. insane. You yeah. know, really, you, you don't think Portugal. You know, well, to be honest with you, like, there's five shows confirmed. The the last show that we're waiting for um, that hasn't been confirmed, and I'm hoping it gets confirmed soon, is we're looking to run in Spain as well. So on that tour will be Portugal, and if everything works out the way, I hope it does, it will be Spain. But if Spain doesn't come through, I'm not going to be hurt. You know what I mean? I'm very happy just having four to five shows in Portugal. But if that Spain date does come through, that'd just be a, you know another milestone that I'll look back, look back on and just say, wow, you know that was great times, and, and I'm very thankful that, I'm, that I have the opportunity to do stuff like this. Well, Gabe, I appreciate you coming on the show, brother. It was definitely a trip from from my end. Um, I'm going to give you the office to plug whatever you need to get plugged. Your website, your MySpace, um, upcoming shows. Well, I just want to. Uh, Thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on here and, and babble about my stuff and the things that I do. Um, I want to uh, thank everyone, you know, who, who's helped me out, you know, from where I started to where I'm at now. Um, hope to see a lot of you guys come out in San Leandro, March 22nd. You know, it starts up to 5 o'clock. If you can't make it in San Leandro, I look forward to seeing you guys in San Francisco. You know, that's on uh, June 7th. If you can't make it then... I hope to see you in San Jose, May, 6th, May 17th, and not in Santa Maria on May 31st. You know, if not in Butte County, there's a lot of stuff going on in the revolution. I hope you guys join it. You guys can visit the website at www.prowrestling-revolution.com. You know, you can find all our links there to MySpace, to the One Stop Russell Shop, to all our friends, you know, that, uh, that help us, you know, all this, you know, made possible. You know, people like Black Pants, you know, who who, you know, do so many things in pro wrestling. You talk about Dave Marquez being everywhere. Look at Black Pants. You know, look at all the all the important websites out there that are all being powered by the Black Pants, you know, Inc. people. And uh, I can't thank him enough, Jason Dedrich, Chris Kelsley, all those people involved. You know, I'm very thankful to have all those people, you know, who, who make this, you know, a, a bigger, exciting, you know, journey. You know, people like you, you know, Rubber Guard Radio, who give us the platform and, and the soapbox to promote our stuff and promote indie wrestling. You know, um, I encourage all fans to, to, to watch all shows. Go to all the shows, you know, not, not necessarily just, you know, try to promote your favorite promotion. Understand that a lot of these guys are going out there for next to nothing. So instead of just trying to promote one promotion, I encourage you all to promote pro wrestling, pro, you know, encourage to support indie pro wrestling. And uh, as long as we have your support, all these things can be made possible. You know, without you guys, we're nothing and vice versa. You know, we all need each other. So thank you for your time. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, uh, all the fans out there, for all the emails and so on. And I hope to see you guys this Saturday. And if not, drop me a line, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Awesome. Thank you for your time, Gabe. I really appreciate it, brother. Thank you. I joined the revolution. All right. Well, that was Gabe Ramirez, who took up a solid hour talking about his promotion, Pro Wrestling Revolution, NWA. Um, you can check them out at www.prowrestling-revolution.com. Um, another good interview. Thank you, Gabe. Um, we have a couple seconds to go here. Let's run down our sponsors. FogCityWrestling.com. Fog City on April 12th 
at Cell Space in San Francisco and WrestleWarehouse.com. Check them out. Tell Jeff from Russell Warehouse that KZ from Rebel Guard Radio sent you. And Alex, Alex Saint out there, you better be on the show on Thursday. All right, guys. Later. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.